0: Plus. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and good morning. Welcome to Power and Glory Morning Intercession. Uh, We are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes. Amen. If you are uh, in our area, if you're in Georgia, uh, in the metro area, anywhere around, um, we'll definitely come and visit us uh, in East Point, as well as in Canton, Georgia. And then Visit our our website to get more information on on, on, on True Life Ministries. That would be uh, True Life Ministries Inc. dot org. Again, that's True Life Ministries Inc. dot We're also on Facebook at True Life Ministries Inc. Amen definitely stop by uh and, and visit and find out uh you know what 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 we're doing you know um uh definitely uh what what we are and and where we're going. Uh, but most importantly you can find out who we are. Amen. Because we do belong to the Lord this particular weekend. Well I would say in the next couple of weeks or so uh we will uh, be down on St. Simons Island and we will be baptizing openly um, um and, and it's 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 a glorious thing so uh um definitely get more information come down and visit with us uh there and and, and partake in the open water baptism amen the lord the spirit of the lord uh rest on the face of the deep, believe that, amen. Uh that's a, a sensation and experience that you will definitely never forget. Um definitely life changing, uh definitely. Um just just it's it's something to be a part of. Amen. Amen and amen. And with all of that said, good, good morning,
1: Doctor Arrington. Good morning, Elder Angelia. Good morning, good morning, and good morning to all of you that God has directed to come and listen to our broadcast this morning. God is a good God all the time. With that said, as the assignment has been given, we are delighted to be here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, educate, motivate, and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. It is our goal, through these messages given through the character of Naomi and through sincere and fervent prayer of our moderator, Elder Angelia Grafenreid, to give to you understanding not only about who you are, but also whose you are, what you possess, why you are here, and how to navigate in and through this life as a believing believer in Christ and as a child of the Most High God. We know here at Naomi's Word that we know that God will provide in word and in deed. To this program assignment, we say yes and amen. We will continue to press forward, trusting God in and through all things. Romans 8.28 reminds us that, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Amen. As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. That's the whole armor of God. It is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also remember to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you his word regarding you. For this day, according to his plans for your life, when you do do speak his words and his promises and not just your own, his life for you through your willing obedience will come to pass. As you study to show yourself approved and speak and meditate on the word of God that comes to your heart and to your remembrance, just know as often as you need them, they will be there for you. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for and with us always. He answers and responds to His word, His promises, and He promised in His word that He would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. And with that said, let's begin. Our title is a continued title but God wants your focus back on him. That is his greatest desire, that we return to him and give him our full focus and attention. The topic is trusting God through all of life's lessons and living in the now without getting stuck. It's a part of this series of surrendering to Christ equals a new and transformed life. This is part four. Romans 12.2 says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may provide for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. For the past several weeks, we have been in a series that pointed out to us that it is paramount that we collectively as well as individually must choose to take the faith steps necessary to come into our right minds in spirit and in truth, as referred to the parable of the prodigal son. God is waiting for us to choose this day who we will serve. Each day that we are here, brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. He desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you to give you clarity and understanding on how to walk this Christian walk. Only you can make the choice to become and to do you. According to the plans that God has already established, that has your name on it. Choose first God in Christ Jesus. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must mature forward as you learn to know the presence of God in and throughout your life, your living. You must learn, discern the significance of his presence as it functions on your behalf, currently and in your future. Until you realize that your yesterdays were for yesterday and that your today is for your now, you will never be able to assess your growth or your growing relationship with him toward the plans that are to come. He is our God from our point of entry in this world until it is time to return to the Father. This span of living is called from birth to the grave or called a process of our living and we must process forward. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20 says, Go, ye, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I command you, and, lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance and on every occasion, even to the end of the age." That's letting you know that he has been there all the time. He is here, and he will be until you see him again. He is letting you know that not only is he God of our past, but he is God of our present and our future also. He is constantly moving forward and calling us to move forward with him. The Word of God reminds us in Ecclesiastes one, there is a season, a time appointed, for everything, and a time for every delight, an event or purpose under heaven. This is saying that to everything there is a process of time that we must experience while we are here on the earth, and there is no way to change that. God set his own timeline for each of us. This is your life, and you not only must show up, but live each day in the present according to his plans for your life. You must process and progress forward. Psalms 23, 1 through 8 is, is kind of like a process of showing God being with us always. I, I looked at it a little differently today when I was directed to it. It reminds us that as we process through our lives that he is forever present with us in every area of our lives, covering us for his purposes that he has established. It says this, the Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. I shall not want. And in some versions it says, I shall not lack any good thing. He, let, he, lie, he lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul, my life. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod to protect me and your staff to guide me. They comfort and console me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And in the, the part that is really uh, uh, the point I'm making, surely, goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life that means i've got to be moving and if it's following me i got to be moving forward that that's the point i wanted to make with that he has a plan for our lives and the plan is not for us to get or to stay stuck in a past that was neither designed that was either designed or allowed for us to experience in order for us to learn life lessons under his watchful eye Everything that we experience is in an effort to help us grow in our faith towards him. Some of us have more negative memories and experiences in our hearts and souls than positive, not understanding that, we, we, that, we're, allowed only to be, that we're allowed only to be used as a tool or as a learning opportunity, that those experiences, that's what they were for. When you attach negative connotations to each issue and event that enters into your life's process and don't understand that whether, for example, you carry a physical scar on your arm all of your life, we all have scars, it should only be a reminder of God's mercy and grace towards towards you during your time of trauma. It is also evidence that God was and is with you always. It has been said we are not supposed to make permanent decisions and choices out of temporary situations, events, or experiences. Many of us have not learned the thing that God is trying to show and teach us in the time frame necessary because we have leaned to our own understanding and allowed ourselves to get stuck in the past. The trauma of the injury or the scar or whatever was not supposed to be your life. It was supposed to remind you of who God is. Philippians three twelve through 14 says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus. The scripture is saying that we must give ourselves permission to get unstuck because God wants us to continue to press forward. You cannot afford to keep looking at your, in your rearview mirror and be able to drive forward and be able to see what is in front of you. You've got to learn how to look and just trust God for wherever he is directing you to. I would like to share the following message with you regarding that. It's called, You Can't Go Back, Only Forward. Do you ever find yourself looking back to the way things were, to how you used to be, whether good or bad? While you may long for the days of yesterday, They are just that, yesterday's news. After all, the past is in the past. You must leave it there and go forward. You must live in the present. The past has passed. You can't go back. You can't change what was. You can't correct or fix anything. You can only live in the present now and now making better choices, better decisions, better behaviors, etc that you meant better than the ones that you made back then. You must learn from your past, not stay stuck in it. The past was meant only to be a teacher. That's what the word of God says. When you are stuck in your past, so is everything that is attached to you. Neither you nor they deserve to live in, I put in quotes, your past. Unfortunately, some people think they can and do not understand the dynamics of this decision. Frustratingly, they live in the past and it affects you and your progress along with theirs. If you're with someone who's doing that, the timeline for the activities of their purpose is also affected, and they, along with you, miss life and living in the now and the present. You can't jump from the past to the future, you have got to come to terms with the now. When your greatest memories, life. Energies, comments, and behaviors are all based on what you did and only in what you have done. You totally have not entered into the today of your life. It's like you are walking backwards instead of forward, without eyes in the back of your head. You cannot see where you are going, therefore, your focus is out of order completely. What you have or could have learned is not being used. As stated in the opening scripture, Romans 12 and 2, the Word of God is saying that we are to renew our minds daily. During life lessons from your past, you are not able to see the value of the lessons that you have learned, nor that life has taught you. Once again, if you spend all your time looking in the rearview mirror, you are bound to miss something that is right in front of you. Life is all about living in the now, which is in the present. The present is when life happens. Everything that you learn in the present takes you to your future. The present is when life happens, things change, new events occur. Life is all about forward motion. If you don't live in the present, you could miss your life. Here are six reasons you should live in the present, not in and from the past. The past is the past. The past is history. Cherish it. Relish it, but don't live in it. Otherwise, you will be missing out on what is in front of you now. Always live in the present. Two, you can't change the past. You can't change what has happened, only what has yet to come. Don't waste your future time trying to rewrite the past. Instead, spend your hard work on how to make your future better. Three, the present is different than the past. Don't fall into the nostalgia trap that things were always better in the past. I've heard that one before. Things are different now. What worked once upon a time may not be relevant to the way things work today. Telephones, for example, cell phones, for example, CDs, and we used to have, what, uh, 33s and 45s. Yes, things have changed. Learn from your yesterday, but don't redo it. You want to learn from your past and any mistakes you made, but that doesn't mean that you have to relive them. Let the past be the past. Don't let past mistakes continue to cloud your future. Number five, live for today. Today is the only day that counts. It is a day that gets things done. It is the only one that currently matters. What you do today will define who you are and what you can accomplish. I'll repeat that. What you do today will define who you are and what you can accomplish. And number six, build for the future. Today is all about building a better path to the future. What you do today will determine your future. Your hopes and dreams are yours to make happen. Life, again, is about moving forward. Don't let the past dominate your present. You can't change it. You can only act in the now. So enjoy what today brings and, of course, dream for tomorrow. Ask yourself this question. Do you spend too much time looking back instead of living in the present? Put this behavior in check. As you choose to desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life, God the Holy Spirit is not here to condemn you. He's here to love you, to bless you to direct and lead you through this journey called life towards your destiny. He wants to be able to say to you, forgive, I forgive you, I'll change your life, so that one day he can say to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. Today, God is saying, I desire that you willingly surrender totally and completely, but you can't hold anything back. No more I, me, mine. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. True surrender will always go beyond natural devotion. Beware of stopping anywhere short of total surrender to God. Most of us have only a vision of what this really means, but have never truly experienced it. Know now and understand that your life can only come together within the plans and parameters that has already been established within the will of God for your life. When you focus on what his voice is saying to you and not just your own, he can then direct, lead, and guide you. It is in your now time that he will reveal himself to you, the believer. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith, not our past faith and to believe what he has said concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk by faith as we faith our way through this journey called purpose and destiny for our lives. Take a position of surrendering all of yourself back to God. Surrender your spirit, soul, body, mind, finances, emotions, intellect your socialization in all the other elements of your entire being to God. After all, you belong to him. As you know, to make this step, you are clearing the way for God to move into your life. Also, know and understand that the Christ in you is the precious Holy Spirit of promise. Never forget that life is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process. And your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, and he showed up for me. Amen. At various times in my life, I have sensed and experienced a prompting in my heart and mind to just stop. To stop talking, stop walking, stop thinking. Stop complaining. Stop moving. Stop doing and just be still. Listen for that still, quiet voice. In the quietness of these awakening awareness moments, I realize that God is trying to speak to me. He, the Holy Spirit, speaks ever so gently and prompts me to slow down. Inhale, exhale, reflect. Reposition my focus back on my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says to me, let us begin again. As I pick myself up to get back up on the road in which I started from, he helps me to refocus my heart and spirit, my mind forward once again so that the journey that he began in me and that I am still on can once again cause me to press towards the completion of my God assignments. The Word of God reminds us that as a believer in the Word of God and as the Word increases in me of and for my life, God is giving me another opportunity to let go and let God help me as I run the race, this obstacle course for my life. I am once again focusing on God's continued increase for my life as we walk together towards his expected end and not mine. As stated in the scriptures, Philippians 1 and 6, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. God has a plan, and I must work work according to the timeline that he has already established for me. My living is not a joke. It is real and in real time. You must know that when you, your, when you surrender your heart to God, that you too can be made new. Once again, the Bible says, if you are a Christian, your body does not belong to you anyway. It belongs to God. And the Bible also says that your body is his temple. He dwells in you. If you really know Christ, wear him well. Choose to do the perfect will of God. Put simple, this is the entirety of God's will right here, as well as his plan for our lives, that we be transformed by renewing our mind, that we prove what is God's will. That is something we can do regardless of whether we decide to become a doctor or a teacher or to move to another country or stay at home. There are always opportunities to be transformed and renewed when wherever you are. So how do you make your decision? Ask yourself, is it good? Is it acceptable? Is it perfect? If the answer seems to be yes, then do it. Prove what is God's will. Test it and and he who seeks will find. Whenever the outcome and looking back, you may find that you did, uh, did what you did was actually tainted. This is about renewing your mind with a bit of self seeking, some demands on the others, and so on, uh, uh, like a, a, a selfish awareness. This was not according to God's will, and yet you made it your decision in faith and with the desire to serve God. That's why God can now show you the fact that you surrendered how you could have done it better, where you, should give, where you should have given up your own will. Go back to fix a few things, ask for forgiveness, set things right. It is this that God's will, shows that God's will is for us and in his plan for our lives that we learn humility, that we learn how to live as disciples. The revelation comes in an unexpected way. By showing you your mistakes, but because you are seeking to do God's will, you use it to be transformed along with His Word. This is called the renewing of your mind. No matter where we go, we will find opportunities to hear God's voice and to do His will. We will find our own. We will find our own life, anger, our pride, our stubbornness, and self-seeking. And by putting these things to death. We are transformed more and more day by day into Jesus' image, and in this way, we are doing God's will. Ultimately, this is God's perfect plan for you, you and me, that we become free from the way that we are and be transformed into Jesus' own image. Isn't that the hopeful gospel? You really can't go wrong at all. Many of us are still wrestling with God because we have not yet come to the knowledge of that wrestling match that we are in His personal and totally that we are that we are in is personal and totally between us and God. To continue wrestling with yourself, God is a result of our not coming to terms. Whether we're wrestling with Him, we're still wrestling with ourselves. Dying to oneself, coming to our right minds about just who we really are and what we possess in Christ or accepting the call that God has preordained and made over our lives. Folks, the wrestling match is a one-on-one bout with God and no one else's. It's because we have not accepted nor submitted to his will and his authority and the direction over and through our lives. Jacob wrestled with God until God showed him just who God is. Jacob surrendered to God. Until you allow yourself to come to terms with the fact that God is, you will continue to wrestle with yourself about yourself and with others because you don't know who you really are and they don't either. Don't make the mistake of taking too long to come to terms with who God is in and to you or who you are to God. Time in knowing is of the essence. Your knowing will make all of the difference in heaven and in earth. Once God has affirmed and confirmed you, let God reveal to you just who you are. There is always his peace in knowing. As we continue to come to new and greater heights and insights about our relationship with Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, as a reminder, begin now to write down what you think God is saying to you today. His word says to write the vision down and make it plain. Always keep your own personal journal close to you, whether it's in your car, your briefcase, at your desk, even in your pocket. Once again, write it down. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, to give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit, It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, a desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Then you must reimagine your possibilities. Each believer possesses his own package of gifts, skills, and talents to offer to this world. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal yours to you. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in this life is found in Romans 10, 9, and 10. After we confess our sins and believe in our hearts, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as a representative of Christ Jesus and as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to grow forward and to keep on pressing. In other words, to keep it moving and moving forward, pressing towards the mark. You must understand that in choosing to make no decision, that a decision has been made. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. I personally have chosen to change, therefore I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I must become the me that God called forward. I suggest, I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, Remember that this is your time. Manage it well. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving Thanksgiving be your praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and to be an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. Also, never cease to give and apply value to yourself. Always know that the blood of Jesus is speaking better things concerning you. The blood of Jesus is speaking new levels in your life. The blood of Jesus is speaking new dreams in your life. The blood of Jesus is speaking new beginnings in your life. The blood of Jesus is speaking new opportunities in your life. Lift your hand and give God praise and thank God for the blood of Jesus. As a believer in the body of Christ, You must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus is eternally changeless, always the same, yesterday and today and forever. Thank you so much for joining us today here at Naomi's Word. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus has provided loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifices that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know for yourself that He is. As a reminder, just as much as our God is keeping and protecting you, just look around you. Listen and see that there are others who are hurting or are in need. Pray and ask God what you can do to help. Store up these treasures of your giving in him. Never question the results of your love of God. Be the favor that God is sending to bless his people by paying it forward. You will be renewed by him for your gifts and actions of love. Amen. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are simply amazing. Jesus loves you. He called you a friend, and so do I. Make every day a great day. After all, you can have whatsoever you say. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everybody, and a fantastic day along with a fabulous week. In Jesus' name.
0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, We thank God for Naomi's word. Amen. And inside of it, uh, it's, it's been a while. She's been talking about pressing forward and pushing forward, and um, it's very important that we do uh, that. We don't get stuck, uh, or that we don't get delayed too long um, in anything that we are doing in in our life. We have to be we have to be careful. Um, it's it's of the utmost importance that we press forward. Um In everything that is life, and that we don't allow life, circumstances, people, things, opinions, doesn't matter who could sometimes be your own fears and doubt and all of that stuff to hold us up or to hinder us from anything um, it's important that we have our ear tuned to God and that we do what God says the way that he says to do it. And really, it's even even more important that we do it the way that he says do it in the time that he says do it because we don't want in our delay to be someone else's delay uh, or be a hindrance in some type of way, or miss some timing in some kind of way, uh, of a, a timing that we should have been in, but we're out of. And so, you know, it, it could have been could have been to save a life. It could have been uh, just to affect a life, to bring change that would have affected someone else as well. You just don't ever know. Uh, and so, don't delay. That's that's the thing we have to do. I I love what she's saying and presenting in that. Um, That's just kind of an an overview. overview. I was listening to her and and thinking this morning. And sometimes we just miss it. Sometimes we're just so concerned about the wrong things in the wrong way sometimes, or or it's fear or doubt, uh, whatever it may be. Don't let that get in the way of God. Because those things are us things, and they're not God things. Amen, amen, and amen. I just kind of was meant to to say that in in conjunction with what she brought forward this morning. Amen. Don't let us things get in the way of God things. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for being all-powerful. All knowing God, we thank you for being faithful. God, we thank you for being loving. God, we just thank you. God, we thank you for opportunities that you give us. God, we thank you for Naomi's word, and thank you, God, even for the opportunity for it to be heard, oh God, for it to be received, oh God. God, we thank you for opportunity to get up and pray this morning. God, we thank you that we have the ability to open our mouth and be able to say, God, we thank you. God, we thank you for this very day that you allowed us to live and move and have our being. We have yet one more chance, God. We pray for those, oh, God, hallelujah, who are in despair in any kind of way, oh, God. We thank you, God, that you are their God, and we thank you, God, that you would remind them that you are their God, and just like you love us, God, you love them just as much. God, we thank you that you remind them, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that they can have one more day, hallelujah, one more day, don't give up. Don't give in, whether it's depression or whether it's just doubt. God, we thank you that you remind them one more day, one more step. God, if they just take that one more day that you give and take one more step, God, they can make it to that thing that is the destination that you have for them, God, to do what it is that you have them to do, to have what it is that you intend for them to have. God, we thank you, oh God, that above all things, God, we've got you. God, let them know that they have you. No need to worry. No need to fear. God, let them know that you are the all-powerful God. God, that you are the God, hallelujah, who says and who does, God. You are the God, hallelujah, above all things, above all else. You are God, and they matter to you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, just like you took the time to write out life and the good things that you have for us. God, you did the same for them. Hallelujah. Whatever it is that you're assigning to be done, God, we thank you that you remind those, oh God, whatever it is in life that you have appointed for them to do or to be. God, we thank you that you remind them, God, that you, oh God, and you are our life and time in you God no need to worry no need to doubt no need to fear one more day hallelujah one more step God you take us from glory to glory and if they just don't give up God if we just don't give up God you don't gonna do great and mighty things because you are a great and mighty God Hallelujah. Jesus, God, I pray for those right now with heavy hearts. God, I pray right now that you would give them peace that passes all understanding. God inside of each of their days, oh God. Hallelujah. The adversary would have them be in despair. The adversary would have them be in self-doubt. But I thank you, God, that you would lift that weight, oh God, hallelujah. Lift that weight, oh God, whatever it may be on their life, whatever it may be on their mind, whatever it may be, God, on their heart, that you would lift it, God, in the name of Jesus. Give them peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah, God. I pray for those with infirmities right now in the name of Jesus. God, heal bodies today. God, heal a divine healing. Hallelujah. We thank you for sustaining. But, God, we pray right now for a healing, a miraculous healing, God, that doctors can't even understand. Those things, oh, God, that they say cannot be healed, those things that cannot be cured. God, we thank you that you have the power to do all things. And so we thank you for a divine healing, even for those things, oh, God, that they say have a prognosis, God, that, that ends in death. God, we thank you that you can divinely reverse it in the name of Jesus, because you say, God, you wrote our timeline. God, you make every decision. You do, God. Hallelujah. So somebody somewhere may have gotten a prognosis that brought grief and tears, God, but we thank you for turning that thing around, oh, God. We thank you for extending life. God, even down to the common cold, God, we thank you for divine healing now, for every infirmity, God, even for depression, God, we're hearing a whole lot about that lately. God, we're hearing a whole lot about heaviness, God, but we thank you, O oh Lord Jesus, that you put us in the earth, oh, God, hallelujah, and you call hallelujah us to encourage one another. That is the reason it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for us to walk alone, God, even when your word hallelujah said that people were sent out, they were sent out were sent out in twos and why was that because it's not good to go alone it's not good to walk alone because you need somebody when you fall to pick you back up now that may not be a a proverbial trip and fall but sometimes it's just a little place sometimes it's just a disparaged place sometimes it's just some doubt sometimes just some fear but god would thank you that you put somebody hallelujah, in their path hallelujah put somebody keep somebody in our path god to be the one to encourage us, oh, God. Hallelujah, that we don't trip and fall and stumble on the wrong path, God, that we don't trip, slip, God, and be doubtful, oh, God, and fearful, oh, God, and troubled, oh, God. But there's somebody there that can encourage us, oh, God. There's somebody there, God, that can wrap their arms around us and say, you know what, I love you, because love, oh, God, love covers, love covers. It covers more than just sin. Love covers, hallelujah, everything that the adversary was, Hallelujah, send our way. Love, oh God, can drive it right on out. Hallelujah, love can drive out depression. Hallelujah, God, all you got to do is believe that you're not in this world alone. Love can drive out doubt. Hallelujah, because in those moments when you doubt yourself, God, we thank you that you sent somebody to say, you know what, you can do this. God, you sent a Naomi's word. Say, you can do this. You can do this and you don't have to be stuck. God would thank you that you sent somebody when somebody was afraid and feeling all alone. God, that they wouldn't have to feel that way because God is with you. You just needed somebody to remind you that God is with you. And not only is God with you, but I am with you. God will never leave you nor forsake you, and right now he's given you to me, and so I am standing right here with you. You are not alone. Somebody somewhere loves you. Hallelujah, God. We thank you that wherever somebody is alone, wherever somebody, God, is walking through a place, and they should not be experiencing the life, oh, God, when they should not be alone. God, thank you that you're. Somebody to care. God, just let them feel that somebody somewhere cares about them so that, they don't give up, so that they don't give in. So that they don't quit on life, God, because people are quitting. People are giving up, God, because the love of man is waxing cold. God, and so we thank you that not everybody everywhere has a cold heart. God, we thank you that people are still in the earth with the heart of God. There are people that are still in the earth, oh, God, still in the earth, that still love unconditionally. That there are people that are still in the earth that can't be painted. There are people, oh, God, that are still in the earth, oh, God, that can't be changed. Their heart, hallelujah, no matter what life brings, the heart that you gave them, which is a heart of flesh, God, it still remains. And I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus that we don't. We're supposed to love one another. Hallelujah. And that we don't, oh my God. We're so caught up in life. It gets so caught up in shelter. And we forget that there's somebody else. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, that we may be able to make a difference too, And we may be able, even if it was just with a word, we may not have anything else to give. But sometimes people don't need things. Sometimes people, God, just need love. They just need to know that they're not alone so that they don't give up on life itself. So God, I thank you for those people in with heart of flesh, oh God, because that was the promise That when we are in you, God, you would give us, oh God, a heart of flesh that is one that can feel, that is one that is sensitive. God, you promise that you give us a heart of flesh, oh God. And so we thank you for that. Now, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah, God. God, before before we end, oh God, in the name of your your name, your name, your name, God, we thank you for the baptism. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for all the people that you're touching right now, realizing that you're causing a shift, God. You're causing a shift with this thing, God. Hallelujah. And the work that you are doing, oh, God, you're doing, you're moving, you're doing, you're moving, and you're calling people to you, God. For as we are in the last days, oh, God, hallelujah, because your word says we would recognize the sign of the times. God, I thank you that you're using this particular thing to call to your people. God, the people in the area, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, you're calling them to you, oh, God. You're calling them to you. God, this is not just something to do. God, this is not just something God. That just start up in the mind, God, just somewhere to go. But God, you said in the Word, Hallelujah! God, you therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And Lord, I will be with you always, even unto the end of the world. We're not quite at the end of the world, oh, God, but we thank you that you're with us and you are touching the lives and you're touching the hearts of the people. And then when they show up, oh, God, they're not just showing up to show up. God, they're not coming just to put on some white, God, and want whatever it is that you have them to wear, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, they're not coming just to swim in the water, God, just to put their foot in, God. We thank you that they're not just coming to come, God. Hallelujah. Even those that are putting in at investment, God. They're investing in kingdom, work, God. They're investing, hallelujah, in the things of you, kingdom work, God. They're investing in time, oh God. They're investing, God, this is an investment in evangelism. God, we thank you for the people that are coming, God. This is an investment in the salvation in the name of Jesus, and that we thank you for the minds, God, of those that are going there. We keep our mind, oh, God, stayed on you, God, that it doesn't waver to anything, God, anywhere else, anytime, God, in the name of Jesus, but that we keep our minds on you, oh God, and how it is we're supposed to do and what it is we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to touch the people, God, that we don't in our mind, hallelujah, go to anything else, oh God, except the things that are kingdom, God, in the name of Jesus, that those, oh God, that you are currently touching, those, oh God, that you're getting ready to touch, hallelujah, you're going to call the heart, oh God. To turn toward you, God, you're going to call them, oh God. I want you like never before. You're going to call them, oh God. Just say, what must I do to be saved, oh God? We thank you, God. We thank you that we be able. Hallelujah! to tell them what it is that needs to be told. When they come up out of their water, Hallelujah! This is an open side of your dedication. Hallelujah! This is an open sign that you've given your life to Christ and you've. Here's what you do, hallelujah. God, we thank you that somebody be there, God, because we're going into the city and you're sending the city to us. God, we thank you that there's somebody there to receive those who don't already have a church home, God. In the name of Jesus, that there's a a line of pastors there to receive, God, because there are going to be souls that don't have a home, hallelujah, to be taught, hallelujah. Of God. So we thank you, God, for a sound word and a sound teaching being taught, God, with a sound mind. And we thank you for those leaders being in place, oh God, to receive those souls unto the hallelujah, unto the kingdom, into the house of God. <laughs> hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, O oh God. Pray for them, God. Hallelujah, that nobody be able to talk them out of this decision. We're praying for them, God. That nothing would hinder them in any way. We're praying for them, God. Even now, praying for them, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God, even that your spirit would rest with them, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Keep our mind stayed on you, God. Let us have a right mind. Let our mind be stayed on you, God. Hallelujah. Not on other things, but let our mind be stayed on you, God. That we can do this thing to benefit kingdom. Hallelujah, that we are fit for kingdom's sake. Glory to your name. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Go for This day is already dominated. But I encourage you to encourage someone else to do this same. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen.